Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are now on episode eight of season seven, the Revenge of the Fans season, which we started calling it like two episodes ago. And then previous episode changed to Danny's Descent. Changed it to Danny's Descent. Either way, welcome to season seven. It's our guest game master season. Every room this season has been brought to us by a fan of the show, usually, hopefully, uh, who has created an escape room in our style uh, and they've brought it on for us to play through ourselves. So Danny and I will be playing every one of these rooms uh, and it's been really fun so far. And uh, Danny started off great and she's slowly My losing it while I get shattered. better. It's wonderful. By the end, I'll do the whole room and Danny will do nothing. We're already basically there. We're already there. there. Uh, no, she'll be, you'll do fine. You just got to believe in yourself and you'll do great I this time I'm as sorry. Well. I don't. My morale is crushed. Don't have it crushed. Uplift yourself. Believe in yourself. No. You know, I'm not going to solve any puzzles oh, no. today. You've got to do it all. Uh, this episode, we have returning guest game masters. Uh, you may remember them from season five where they ran the communing with nature uh, escape room, which was heaps of fun. With all, you remember all those cool turtles? All those lovely, cute turtles. I remember the turtles. The turtles. Uh, but they're back. We have Scott Weiss and Molly Weiss. Uh, welcome. Hello. Hello. Great Hi, to be you? back. I'm, I'm, it's very good to have you. I'm very excited to play through another one of your rooms. Um, you've got a few now that you've designed, and you run these online. You have at, at Squonkland is kind of your, your brand, and you run a few of these <laughs> for people. How has that been going for you? Oh, it's it's been going really well. Um, I'm super pleased. I've got four rooms total, including including communing with nature and the one you're about to do. And it's just great to see so many people play them. I do it, pay what you want, and but I allow people to pay to charity. And I've raised over $1,000 to various charities from that, which is really heartwarming to me. And I just love um, playing these with all sorts of people. That's really exciting. Well, I am I am prepared. This is probably going to be our most play-tested room this the season. The one where, mo- uh, where the most of our listeners can listen on and judge us. Yes. Because yeah, they've done it themselves. Have played it. So, so don't judge us too harshly. Don't pretend. Just because you know it, we haven't figured it out yet. That's okay. <laughs> now, I believe for this one that Molly's going to be taking the lead for a lot of it. Yes. Uh, this is one that we uh, co-wrote together. Since Molly saw I was having so much fun writing these, she wanted to... Uh, jump in and write one uh, with me. So uh, all the parts that uh, you like, she did, and all the parts that you hate, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. That's not true. He says that every time. It's not true. Um, I yeah, don't so know. She's going to take point on this one. I, I might jump in to uh, um, do a, a section here or there. And uh, I'm also been designated the hint ghost for this. So if, uh, yes. if, if you need hint help. Hint ghost I'll, is a uh, concept that we brought up like – once in the first right episode, the but it's a very uh, enduring concept. <laughs> yes. I really like the idea yes. of the hint ghost. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic so, uh, bit. Well done. <laughs> Need to get a shirt made up. <laughs> uh, all right. So we, uh, we've asked you these questions before. We're going to ask them again in case some people it's their first episode with you on. And we always ask these questions to our guests. So feel free to have uh, new responses. Maybe, maybe the answers have changed. <laughs> So the first question we always ask is, what is your escape room experience? In terms of solving, I've done a few uh, real-life uh, escape rooms, uh, maybe about, I don't know, six or, or so. Um, I've done a few, actually, mm-hmm. online, uh, especially since, uh, since this bad timeline started. So uh, I did uh, Ready Mayor 1. Uh, both Molly and I did that together, right? And we, uh, we really enjoyed that one. So if you haven't done that, I highly recommend that. And uh, we actually, right after doing that, we hosted the person who runs that room in our room. Oh, so, nice. so, uh, so that was kind of cool uh, to get to do that. So <laughs> I've done four escape rooms, right? Four? Yeah, sure. Four. Let's say four. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've done the two virtual ones. And then I've done two of my dad rooms. Yes. Yeah, she's she's nice. usually my first play tester uh, with, uh, with her mom. That's fair. I get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, lovely. And so the other aspect of the show is it's a tabletop role-playing version of escape rooms themselves, which obviously you know because you've designed your own as well. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what is your tabletop role-playing experience? Uh, we don't have a lot of role-playing uh, experience. Certainly none since we talked to you last year. Um, <laughs> again, it's, it's mostly games that we play. I recently uh, cataloged the games in our house and it came up to 890 owned games 
So, which, which I play about ten a year or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, so it gets, uh, but not not much role playing uh, experience. Molly does a lot of acting and, and improv stuff. Ah. Um, but uh, and doing the improv part is actually the, one of the fun parts of doing these rooms too. On our end. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's always lovely, and I think I'm... it's one of the good things about these games is that you can throw in some improv and some fun. This feels like mm-hmm. shade at me because I hate improv. Danny, don't you love improv? Don't you love improvising and coming up with things on the fly? This is upsetting me. I, I don't like where this conversation's going. Danny, do a puzzle. Do a puzzle right now. Uh, wonderful. So I think we're probably ready to start. I'm excited. Uh, this is a, a... It's fun to do another one of your rooms. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, oh, so I have you. high hopes. My expectations are real high. Oh, that's great. I'm Thanks. prepped. Better meet them. Uh- Okay. Uh, actually, before we get started, <laughs> uh, I I have a, a question for you guys. Oh yeah, um, what are your, I like questions. What are, what are your shoe sizes? <laughs> now you ask me that like I would have an answer, but I buy shoes about once every three years, so I also I can't remember. I I also don't know how to convert. Oh si- yeah, there's shoe also sizes. like Australian so shoe sizes I'm and just, American shoe I'm sizes. I'm just gonna go straight up. Shoe Australian size eight. I think I'm also an eight, but like a men's eight, which is different from a woman. I don't of know. course. A, I think I'm also like an eight. There you go. We're also both size eight. eight. That's very easy. Okay. <laughs> we are both size eight, different size eight, and possibly different from an American size eight. <laughs> That's excellent. Thank you very much for uh, for that information. We <laughs> promise we're not using that to like, uh, you know, hack your internet or anything like that. No, shoe doxing. Um, All of my, all of my, uh, once you know my mother's maiden name and my shoe size, you'll be able to steal any of my passwords. There you go. Um, All right. Well, I think then, uh, I think after that question, I think we're ready to go. So I'm going to turn it over to Molly. Okay. So after having a nice dinner out, you decide the perfect end to the evening would be go ice skating. You head over to your local rink called the Spirit of Skating. As soon as you get there, you decide to wash your hands. When you come out of the bathroom, it seems very quiet. You quickly realize that no one else is there. You check your watch. They must have closed early today. You head over to the front door, but it seems to be locked. You do not want to be stuck in here all night. You'd better find a way out of here. So we are going to send you the map of the room now. Oh, Oh, lovely. So for people at home, uh, you have a link to a pre-created map for you all. This is a proper looking map. It's got like, oh, it's got the door markings and everything. Oh, yeah. Look at those architectural floor plan door markings. I love it. You're currently standing in front of the main door. To your right is a kiosk where you can rent skates. To the left is the bathroom you just came out of. In front of you on the left wall is a row of lockers. Opposite the lockers on the right is the entrance to the skating rink. Between the lockers and the rink, there's a seating area with tables and chairs. On the far wall is the rink snack bar. To its left on the wall is a widescreen TV. Near it is a vending machine. In the far left corner is a small door labeled supply closet. So now, where would you guys like to go? Ooh, where do you want to start, Danny? Now, um, well, do we, while we're here, do we do like a really quick once-over check of the main door before we leave? That seems reasonable. See if there's anything and- written on it like, to escape the ice rink, etc., etc. All right. Main door. So, not making this mistake again. So the door is locked. Next to it is a numeric keypad. The light on it is glowing red. The door itself looks pretty sturdy. And near the wall, you see a closed mail slot. Now that's like, mail slot, that's like so people could sh- shove mail through the door. Yep. Cool. Can we peek through it? So you try to um, stick under it with your fingers, but it swings inward so you can't get underneath it and open Ah. Rude. Rude. Oh, maybe we'll get some mail eventually. That would be nice. Okay. Look, it's just going purely by realism. How are you at ice skating? Great. Really? Yeah, brilliant. Uh Uh-huh. This is a lie. I'm all right. (laughs) I can tell by your face this is a lie. I'm okay. (laughs) How many times will it drop down the more I ask? I don't fall over. Much. I, I don't fall over because I rarely leave the wall. Wonderful. I, I do not ice skate so much for whatever. It's, it's not something I'm great at. I am very clumsy. so <laughs> You might be better skaters than you think in this universe. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go with that. Look, let's also say I'm, I'm going to avoid the ice for as long as possible. <laughs> well, let's have a look at, around this outside area. Well, I want to yeah, look at the 
place where I think people are most likely to be, and that would surely be the skate rental section. Okay. That's where I always see workers. So you go over to the kiosk, and it has a touchscreen. Fancy. Fortunately, they must have forgotten to shut it off when they left for the evening. The screen shows a bunch of skates with the heading, Pick Your Skate Style. Credits remaining. One. Underneath the screen is a slot where skates would be dispensed. A piece of paper sits on top of the kiosk. It reads, Mel, I like the new system where skates of the same size have a unique look to them. Anyways, there's only one pair of size men's eight left and none of size women's eight. We need to order more. Abby. So. Uh, All right. So we're going to have a look at this uh, kiosk screen that is uh, in the show notes for people below as well. Ooh. Oh, it's like a little grid of, of skate Whoa. styles. Okay, so one of these is the one we it was the one you want. Yes. But there's only one left and we don't know which one it is. So yeah, we're looking at uh skate mm-hmm. styles from A to Y. So a five by five grid of skate styles. And we know that there's only one of the uh of my size and none of yours. Hmm. And each of these has very similar but subtly different decorations on it. Like some of the skates are different colors. Some of them are patterned with stripes. Some of them aren't. They all have a picture of a flower on them, but that can vary in color mm. as well. There's a butterfly. That can vary in color. Oh, boy. There's and a lot the actual of design some of them of have the T-Rex well. spikes. The design of the skate, of the, of the blade oh, itself. Oh, the blades. Oh, I didn't even look at them. So I, what we should do, what we're looking for is we're looking for one pair or one not a pair, a single style that is not matched by anything else. We're basically looking for an odd one out, but there's lots and lots of different connections. Oh, I didn't think be, about it like that. Because that would be the shoe that would be in my size, of which there is only one. So for everything else, there will be two in that style, which means there's... Because the styles are unique to the sizes. So we're looking for a single thing that is not that is different from anything else. There's nothing that it matches. I think you're right. And I think that that just gave me a panic attack about how bad I was at realizing that. Cause I was going, what are you kidding? There's only one with T-Rex spikes. There's not, there's two with T-Rex spikes. I don't understand what you mean by T-Rex uh, spikes. Look at you. Oh, I see spikes on the back I probably shouldn't like, be calling them like T-Rex cool spikes. I should probably spikes. be calling them, you know, Stegosaurus spikes. Yeah. It was a, a dinosaur that actually has spikes. Okay, but that one clearly you matches N. N. So why don't we go? Do you want to just go like A to Y and see if we can? Oh no! Or do you want to just look around and say cool no, stuff? No, no. Because obviously, like, there's a Scary. pair of orange ones. Yeah. And so P, pre- but they match the ones in S, I think. Yeah. That P one would be pretty obvious if they were the odd ones out. <laughs> I see that R has a white rose, but I believe it matches E, which also has the same design. Okay, K has four bladey bits, as does M. I think K and M are identical. Ooh, H and T have words on their skates. Oh, there are words on the skates. That's ridiculous. Easy skate. Ooh, B has a little butterfly. Oh, there's some real... De- if you zoom in, there is some real detail on these skates. Oh, no, really? Like, look at B compared to G. They are not identical. There's a butterfly difference. The butterfly. Oh, sorry, not a, a butterfly. There's a tiny little bug above it. So the flower yeah. sometimes has two little like flies or, or, or petals or something flying above it. Oh, and sometimes there's blue butterflies. And so- okay, we're gonna just have to go A to A to Y, Danny. Okay. A and M, we think are the same. Yeah, so you can cross off those. Yep, cool. All right, I've crossed off six so far. D and Q must be the same, right? Uh, let's see. D is all zigzag. Is all like striped. It has a three-bladed blade. No writing. A flower. A Orange butterfly and two little thingies above it, little bugs. And what you think is the same as Q? Yeah. Which has Stripey. all the same stuff. Yep, I'm happy with D and Q being the same. Okay, so you notice that B only has, it, it doesn't have the little bug. It doesn't have the little bug, it has Ooh, one bug. V only has one little bug. They look the same to me. Okay, okay. Do you want to look ooh, for something? Ooh, y has a different colored butterfly. Y has a blue butterfly, so does uh, C. Oh, beautiful. I think Y and C are the same. Um, I don't know which one it is, but I just skimmed past in my vision and something didn't have a butterfly. I. Neither does A. Oh I think my I god, and A how are the did same. I not notice that? Okay, next F. I haven't got anything marked for F. Okay, we've got everything on an F. Oh, nope, nope. Its blade is different. Oh, it's got like a triangular blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe W? Looking at W, ah! which has that pointy blade I, at the front. I'm so bad at finding the pairs. 
Okay, so we only have one, two, three, four, five left now. What's left? Uh, G, J, L, O, and X. Well, I think G and J are identical. Is there anything notable about them? They've got everything. They've got a normal skate, three prongs, mm -hmm. no triangle. Okay. They've got the flower, the orange butterfly, the two. So what's different about L then? Oh, wait, no, G and J are not the same because J has no uh, eyelet, eyes in Ooh, it. Ooh, you're right. I think Neither J does the, L. I think J is the same as L. Okay, so then just take a look at O and X. O and X. Yeah. G, O, and X are always the last three. <laughs> Ooh, okay. They've all got the same skate. They've all got the same flower. I mean, to me, they all look identical. Hmm. But one of them is not. Possibly, Who's unless you've done this wrong. Who's going to find it first? Got to say, they all look identical to me. What maybe, part, maybe what part of the skates have you not found a difference in yet? The laces? I've been trying to look at the laces, but my vision just goes blurry. I think the laces are the same. No, they're not. G has different laces. Where? If you look at O, if you, if you follow your way down the laces on O from the top, it's like you get those two parallel Oh, there's Three a lines right. There's a cross over, on G, but on G they cross over. Okay, I was doing it again. Ooh. I was looking at J instead of O. Well, oh, that I'm help, terrible Annie. at this. All right, so G, G is unique like in the most subtle little ways. Oh, I love it. Okay, so I believe G has no no partner. So G is unique, and each size has a unique look, and there is only one in my size. So I would like to dispense G. I hit G <laughs> on the Hopefully G. Hopefully, one credit is enough. Hopefully I don't get one shoe. I'm sorry. You have to skate one legged. So you press the G <laughs> on the machine, and the machine wars and a single pair yep. of skates fall into the slot. We achieve them, and they look like a perfect fit for Bill. Whew. That's a relief. Oh, no. I got my size wrong. Uh, all right. I put them on, and I do that. You know that awkward, oh, no, not the you know that awkward ice rink sort of waddle that you have to do when you're wearing your skates? I'm going to do that for the rest of the room before I'm on the ice. I feel like you're going to fall over. I'm holding on oh, to Danny no. the whole he, time. He doesn't, doesn't fall, over, fall over, he says. I don't fall over. Uh, so that's me, waddle, waddling around on my, on my skate toes. Actually, is there anything interesting about the shoes when we get them? There's no, like, is there a note hidden in the toe? Nope. That says, <laughs> the code for the exit is 1273. You've done the whole room. Sadly, nothing like that. Ah, dang. All right, well, I got shoes. I'm going to put them in my inventory up the top here. Skates. So if we need to go on the ice, I can do it. All right. Um, I'm going to go back in the bathroom. You never know. Maybe we missed a janitor. Sure. Let's look into the bathroom. Yeah. So you go back over to the bathroom, but the bathroom door seems to have locked behind you. You were just in there oh. and don't remember ah. seeing anything interesting. So you won't have to go in again. And there's a poster thumbtacked to the wall, which yeah. is F. Wait, it's a po just a giant poster that says, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's image F. You've linked us the images alphabetically. Uh, so image F is the poster. It isn't just a poster of a giant letter F. Okay. Do you want to describe the poster, Danny? Yeah, it's a person on a zipline giant swing device, my favorite, your least favorite. Mm -hmm. And it says, Zoe's ziplines, when up high, use your eyes. Ooh, you know what I've, n I've noticed? No. Not about the poster, but about huh? the message it's given us. Yeah. Is that in the on our map? You can see that by the, around the ice rink, uh, it is labelled as stands. So oh. maybe if we go up to the top of the stands, this is a hint for that. But the fact that it's an image and not just uh, someone telling us those words maybe means that uh, there's more to it. But that is one of my thoughts. You're right. It does say that there are stands there are around. Stands it. around fair. the ice rink, so maybe we can get up high. I mean, I am just visualising it as the Macquarie Ice Rink, and true. Yeah, this is reasonably close. Or is there something interesting, like, when up high, use your eyes. So we only use all of the eyes from the poster, which means the code is actually I, I. One from zipline, <laughs> one from high. You see, the code is I, I. Yeah, perfect. Nah. Um, well, just mm. while we're here, um, I would like to look up and see if there's anything interesting above. Less so because I think I'm going to see a code written on the roof, and more because at the Macquarie Ice Rink, the one that we're used to, there's a McDonald's that, like, overlooks the ice <laughs> rink. So there would definitely be people who could see here. So I want to know how similar this one is. There's nothing on the ceiling of interest. Just a plain Ugh. old ceiling. 
Should we just follow this wall across and have a look at the lockers that are next to the bathroom? Sure. I feel so lazy having not drawn my own. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, lockers. So you walk over to the lockers and the back wall has an array of the small lockers labeled from 1 to 200. Each of them is locked with a four-digit combination lock except for locker 173. That one has a lock with letters on it. Ooh, okay. Uh, Do we know how many, like, is Is it it clearly like it's going to be four letters? It's five letters. Five letters. All right. Someone's a regular here. Okay. Their own locker. So we need a five-letter word at some point. Or just five arbitrary random letters. All right. Supply closet? Uh, Yeah, let's just keep going along. So the door has a plaque on it that says supply closet. It's locked with a purple directional lock. There's a lever on it that you can push in any of the four cardinal directions. There are no labels or other markings on the lock. All right. Teeve? Uh, yeah, let's just keep following around the wall. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's unusual the... to go clockwise. I feel like we tend to go anti. Well, we're breaking the mold. Apparently. All right. Let's take a look at this TV. So the TV appears to be a TV-VCR combo. Do they still make those? Anyways. No. <laughs> Anyways, the TV is Quick currently answer. off. There appears to be no way to turn it on. All right. Can we can we mess with the VCR part at all? Is that like, if we hit the eject button, does anything eject? There's no eject button. Oh, what? Rude. How are you gonna eject your VCR? I find that that outrages me so much more than the TV <laughs> not having an on or off button. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, uh, I don't quite know what to do with the TV yet, but maybe we'll find something that'll turn it on. Yep. So let's have a look at the vending machine. So the front row of the machine is glass. It contains various types of chips and candy. There are five rows. The first row has items labeled A1 to A5, then B1 to B5 for the second row, and so on, ending in E5. On the right side are buttons to enter a letter and number, a coin slot, and a coin return button. The bottom of the machine has a panel you push up to get the item purchased. It's all fairly standard, except there's a blue piece of duct tape going diagonally across the upper left corner of the glass. Hmm. Okay, well, there's two things I want to do. Press coin return, Press obviously. coin return. So Nothing let's do that happens first. when you press that. Okay, and <sighs> then remove this duct tape. Oh. You can't remove it off. It's stuck on. Ah! That didn't even occur to me. I'm just drawing a vending machine that's got a cool person bandana. Well, we don't have any idea what we want out of this vending machine yet, do we? No, but... Does a diagonal blue piece of tape have any meaning to us yet as well? Mm, Not that I can think of. No, neither at the moment. Should we have a look at the snack bar? The snack bar seems to have a door on it so you can get inside at some point. Oh, you're right. But uh, do you want to just have a look at it from from the front? Yeah, sure. So the snack bar is closed. There's a gate covering the entire front of it. The lights inside it are dark so you can't make out much detail. What you can see is a menu board on the counter. All right, so that'll be linked below for everybody listening at home. So it is a menu for the Spirit of Skating, which is the rink that we're at. And it's got a bunch of stuff for sale. Uh, today's special. Oh, that's a one. Thank God. Oh, okay. I'd I like thought to... it was a four. <laughs> I thought it said the Caesar salad was $46. No, it is $16. <laughs> but I'm more interested in how these things are written out, which You're is You're right. Because it says Caesar salad. But it doesn't say Caesar salad. It said Caesar and then with an arrow that goes to salad. And the C and the S are highlighted, mm. which I think maybe means, is this a, is that a Caesar cipher? That's a type of cipher, isn't it? Yeah, Caesar cipher. Which is like a rotational are, Yeah, they're thing. just move them ciphers. So we're moving it from C to S. Well, I'll just... I think that gives us the, 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 the like, clue or the cipher to do well, the rest of it. Because... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, no, you continue. Because I'm curious. Because the rest of these are rice ki- crispy treats. They have bold letters. Boxes, French fries, I think pretzel I'm dogs, interpreting onion it rings, the tiniest bit different fried chicken sandwich, watermelon popsicle, hamburger combo. So what and are you I think thinking? We, we need to apply C going to S for the first letters of all of the Rice Krispie juice box French fried pretzel. Okay, I disagree. Why? How many letters does it take to go from C to S? Uh, I have no idea. Some large amount. Give it a quick count. Uh, C is three and S is... 19. 19, so 16 letters. Okay. Oh, and it's $16. dollars yeah. I see. So we have to go the dollar value. Good pick. That's what I'm thinking. Because, okay, so C to S in a Caesar salad is 16 moves on a 
$16 menu item. That yeah. is very smart. Danny's back, everybody. <laughs> She's back. Because I didn't have to draw a map. Puzzles. Here we go. Okay, so let's do that. The dollar value is how many like alphabet letters right we will I go. I believe so. Each of the letters in the rest of the menu. So rice crispy treat being $1. Will be an S. Means an S. R goes to S. Juice box being $1 would be a K. Yep, I like where this is going. We're looking at or something like that. French fries, French three. fries, which are $3. So G-H-I. So, whoops, ski. Okay. Pretzel dog with a P is $4. R-S. So, I'm going to P, Q, R, S, T. T. Skit. Uh, onion rings are $5. So, the O goes to? Q-R-S-T. Okay. Oh, we're going to buy Skittles. Uh, F is a fried Ooh. chicken sandwich, but it's six dollars. F G H I J K L. Yes, watermelon popsicle is W, but it's eight dollars. <gasps> okay, X Y Z. D- Wait, what does the alphabet do? X Y Z A B C D E. Skittle. Even, even though I was trying to make E, I still blanked. And hamburger combo is forty-four dollars. <laughs> it's not forty-four dollars. It's eleven dollars. <laughs> What would happen if we go 44? Maybe it ends up the same it in the place. Pro- like, it probably wouldn't. If it was serendipity. Yeah, probably not. Uh, and that I'm assuming that's an S. <laughs> right? let's, I mean, let's just double check. Uh, H is the eighth letter, so going ahead would make it S. Right. Love it. Do we have any money? Sadly, you don't have any money. You yeah. realize you just forgot your wallet today. This was an embarrassing time to try to go skating. Let's just double check, though. If we go back to the vending machine, I'm assuming it has Skittles in it? Yeah, so you look in the vending machine, and it has Skittles, and they are in D2, which is the fourth row, second space. I mean, maybe we don't even need to buy them. Maybe D2 is just important. Maybe. What happens if we try and press D2? Nothing happens. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, Skittles. Awesome. Done. Maybe we've got to make a bingo on the machine. Maybe. There was a door that went into the uh, snack bar. Can we access that door? No, it's closed. Does it it have anything written on it? Doesn't seem to be any way to open it. Lovely. Ah, rude. All right. Well, we're almost at the dreaded ice rink, but first let's scrounge through this seating area. Yeah. Someone might have left a phone there. Or some Skittles. <laughs> so in the seating area, there are several chambers and chairs scattered about, and one of the tables has a paper on it. You happen to glance upwards and notice the ceiling is made of 25 large tiles, each about three <laughs> feet by three feet in a five by five grid. You notice a line of blue paint diagonally crossing one of the outer corners of the grid. That's ah. what connects us to the vending machine. Awesome. Uh, so what was on this paper that we found? That is your um, link B. All right. So we're going to have a look at some paper here. Good, good. Now, also, we found five by five grid, so we know which like tile to push. How? Okay. If we're going to be able to do that. You can't reach the Ooh, ceiling okay. from where you are right now. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have thought get, so. When we get a big old stick. When you can do a triple axle. When I can triple axle and jump into the air. Okay, so uh, would you like to describe this checklist? Yeah, absolutely. So what it looks like here, like you call it a checklist. It's a marking criteria of someone who is doing, ooh, I was going to just say skating, but not exclusively skating, various ice activities. And they've been graded on how well they did for this. Ooh, this is curious. So this person's name, um, uh, this person's name is Scarlet Fish. Now, does that mean that we should just ignore the entire thing? Yeah, let's just throw out this piece of paper. Like, obviously the entire piece of paper is a red hair. (laughs) Or is it just their name? Because I think we should just move on. (laughs) <laughs> no, I like it too much. It's clearly marked as a red it, herring. It might all be a troll, Let's but I'm going thing. to embrace the troll. All right, but if you if you work out this puzzle and it spells out Rick Roll, <laughs> then that's all on me. So what is it? Okay, so it's got a grading uh, thing. So from zero to five, with boxes checked for those numbers uh, next to various skills. So for example, the first one says complete a twirl, and Scarlet Fish acquired a level one in that. I'm assuming five is the best, because otherwise zero would be the best, and zero being the best feels a little weird. Yeah, one would assume that five is the best. And twirl is capitalized, being the most important word. And march for five minutes, they go to level three. Complete a death spiral, two. Use the blade of the skate to stop, three. Complete five short spins, short being the operative word there, zero. 
Man, they can do a death spiral, but they can't complete five short spins. Oi. Uh, score a goal in ice hockey. Complete two duets and complete a... Yes, it's been scratched out. The, and she got a level five in that one. She was so good at that one that it had to, that no one else was ever allowed to know about this trick. Now, my first thought, and I think maybe your thought as well, is that each of these words is five letters long. Twirl, march, death, blade, short, score, duet. Yeah. And each one of them has a ranking from zero to five. Mm. So my first thought was to take the... Uh, that, that corresponding letter. letter. So like, and the zero would be don't take any letters. Yeah. But that is spelled T-R-E-A blank C-D. Twirl one would be T. March three would be R. Death two would be E. Blade three would be A. Uh, short zero would be nothing. Score two would be C and duets one would be D, but that is just tricked. And tricked does not seem to mean anything to me. And then the last letter of a missing word. But I can't, it's not like I could guess the word by the final letter uh, because it would be tricked. So my first instinct was clearly wrong. Do you think there's another way we can interpret this? What do you think your goal would be with this? Well, see, I'm not sure. That's a very good question because it could be hidden message, like the numbers and the capitalized letters. The capitalized letters really. The fact that they all have a capitalized five letter word in them and they are from one to or zero to five is intriguing. And it's not an order because, like, you've got two in the two. Yeah, it's definitely not ordering them because we have two ones. What about the last entry in this checklist? Yeah. Yeah, so I, well, ideally, wanting to figure out what that is. Mm hmm. Okay. So, and what's the number for that one? Five. Five. Mm hmm. Oh, no. I was going to say, is there a way that, like, the wording indicates how you construct it or something? Like, three is true for March and it's true for Blade. And so if five were true, it would be something else. I don't know what that would mean, though. Somehow, twirl would be equal to one, whereas March would be equal to three based on the construction of the word. Maybe Perhaps. equal. Maybe And equals, so something being equal to five. Maybe equals is the wrong thought, but... Yeah. Does it have... Stop giving me hints. Not, not you, Scott, Billy, but by talking. <laughs> okay, so uh, you solve it. I'm going. You solve no, no. the puzzle. You're no, going... I thought I had an idea, but I'm giving you hints, I guess. You're going... Oh, you solve the puzzle yourself. You're going too fast for me. Cool. He's left. Now I can sit in silence. He can't get far on those skates. <laughs> I think he's making tea. Don't mind the silence. It's all going to be cut. <laughs> well, I, this shouldn't be silence. Can I tell you my current thought? Can you, like, Socratically tell me your current thought? <laughs> um, well, based on what I think might be the answer, the, I, don't, I haven't worked this out yet, but I think the final word, regardless of what it is, there is no way that word couldn't be a five. No matter what we write, inherently it always has to be five. If the word were different, it might change what all the other numbers are, but the word itself can only ever be marked five. That's what I think. No, that I, means nothing to me. I think we might be playing a game that you enjoy playing, that you recently played in a real escape room that we I did. I wondered. So you're, you're thinking it's mastermindy, but those levels are number of letters that match? Or are shared. They're not necessarily yeah, in yeah. the right position. So, so it, sh it has one letter from twirl and one letter from duets. So... It could be like, it could be just, that could indicate a T, right? There is a T in it. How does... Which would be true for giving us a one in twirl and a one in duets, which both have a T. Whereas it does not have the letters But it doesn't have anything from short? Oh, you're right. So it couldn't be a T, right? Because it has no letters from short. But how does that work with March and Blade, both having three? They're not, they don't necessarily overlap. Yeah, that's fair. And they do share an A. Yeah, okay. So the fact that you need at least one overlapping thing, I think, and that is, is that the only letter that's the same between them? Yeah, I so. Think we so. know it has an A in it. A I is 100%, right? And then it also has two other letters from Blade and two other letters from March. We know that it doesn't have the H from March. Yeah. Um, or so the it could be, R. So it has to be the C and the M. So we know it's got an A, a C, and an M in it. Now, what could it have from Twirl? It can't have the R. Ooh, it could be the L, because there's also an L in Blade. I think it's got a D. But it can't have both the D and the L. That's too many consonants. Yeah, that's clamdle. Good old clamdle. Clamdle. Okay, what about score? Score. Well, it has to have two letters. It can't have the S or the O or the C. R. It's got to have a C and an E. 
Okay, now that we know an E, that's duets done. Yes, so there's no D. So that make make it A, C, M, L, and E are the letters? Um, do you know that it's the L yet, or are you still just guessing on that? Well, let's have a look at Blade again. We know it's the A. We know it can't be the D. And ooh, we, I, I feel like we got the L I, I totally agree, because you're trying to make something that's also twirl. Basically, I think that we've worked it out to it has to be something in common between twirl and Blade. Yes. Which would have to be the L, so I think you're right. Yeah, I think we're good. Just wanted to make sure that it was certain. So, well, if it is A, C, M, L, and E, do you want to, which we haven't, I haven't does that rearrange or anything? Yes, very Ooh. nicely. What is that? Rearrange? Camel. Camel, oh, which we know is a, is a figure skating move anyway. And a five-letter word. And a five-letter word. Well, I mean, yes, it was always going to be a five-letter word. <laughs> I meant we were looking for a five-letter word for a lock earlier. Oh, you're right. I forgot that. Cool. All right, so we we have unscrambled this. Hopefully. We have masterminded this, and I think we're pretty happy with it being camel. I hope that uh, reasoning made sense to everybody. It was a bit of jumping around. But just to, just to for the edification of everybody, you want to just double check, if the word is camel, does that share only one letter with twirl? Yes. Yes, only the L. Does it share only three letters with march? The A, the yeah. C, and the M? Great. Two does letters it only with share death? two letters with death? Uh, yep, yep, E and the A. Blade. Does it only share three yep. letters with blade? Yes, the A, the L, and the E. Does it share no letters with short? Yes. Yep. Does it share two letters with score? Yes. Uh, and does it share only one letter with duets? Yes. Yes, the E. So therefore, the word is camel. Sounds and, good. Uh, we go to that locker with the five-letter code and put in camel? Yeah, so you go over to locker 173, and you put in the combination camel, and the lock opens. And inside, you find a TV Yay. remote control. Oh. Nice. Cool. Here's hoping this thing doesn't need batteries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we turn the TV on? Yeah, so you push the power button on the TV on the remote and the TV shows gray static. Is there a play button on the TV remote? Yeah, yeah there's a play like... button. Nice. Does it play? Yeah, so you press the play button and the screen shows a figure skater in a purple tutu. Music starts and she does a routine. First, the skater leaps up into the air and does a spin. When she lands, she skates to the right. The camera follows her. She then leaps up into the air again. When she lands, she kneels down, sticks at a leg, and does another spin. She stands and skates to the left. She stops and skates to the left again. She jumps up and does a quadruple spin. When she lands, she spreads her arms wide. The screen then goes back to static. These are very... Clear descriptions. Should we attempt to like sketch out or view out how these would look? Well, the thing is that like, what would a spin look like? A circle. Oh, you think? I my first thought was like making markings on the ice, but in that case, any leaping would be nothing. But like, so leaping into the air and spinning wouldn't make any mark on the ice. But then skating right would be a right, and then you leap, and then you spin. Interesting. And you go left. Like, I don't think, I don't know if that traces out to anything that I could do off the top of my head. <laughs> Look at my alien symbols. Yeah, that's a bit of a strange symbol. There is a rewind button if you do want to uh, uh, oh, watch it again. Definitely be making use of that. Could this be uh, related to the directional lock? Oh, yeah, you're right, because we have all these lefts and rights. But what, what's a quadruple spin? Good question. Is it up, right, down, left, up, right, down, left, up, right, down, left, up, right, down, left? <laughs> oh, no. Spinning around the lock four times, like it's kind of. Can you can we go through it one more time, really slowly? Yeah. So, you press the play button on the remote again, and the screen shows a figure skater in a purple tutu. Music starts. Okay, purple and... tutu. Pur oh wait, hold on. The lock was purple. The directional lock was a purple directional lock. Oh, well remembered. So we've got a color match. So we are hundred percent. Not remember the that. Directional lock. Okay. Uh. Okay. So. Sorry. Continue on, please. First, the skater leaps up into the air and does a spin. Leaps up into the air and does a spin. Yeah. So we're going up. When she lands, she skates to the right. Mm -hmm. Now the one question, do you think that landing counts? I don't think landing counts. I don't counts. think landing counts. I'm going to discount good, landings. It's good to know that that's a sure. possible thing. She then leaps up into the air again. Yep, leaps mm -hmm. up again. When she lands, she kneels down, sticks out a leg, and does another spin. <laughs> she kneels down and sticks out a leg to spin. She stands and skates to the left. 
Now, I think that is standing. I don't think is going up. What do you think it is? Uh, no, again, I wasn't considering it, but again, it's it good to put little brackets, asterisks. And then skates to the left. She stops, then skates to the left again. That's yep. just so we can do two left. Awesome. She jumps up and does a quadruple spin. Up. I don't think the quadruple spin matters. I think that's red herring again. When she lands, she spreads her arms wide. Arms wide? Or is that just like opening? Like it opens. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to put arms wide in brackets just in case. So I think that the standing, if I discount the standing mm -hmm. from being a thing, I would like to go over to the purple directional lock. And I believe I would like to put in up, right, up, down, left, left, up. And then stand there with my arms wide. You put that combination into the lock and the lock opens. Yes. Yes. You open the door to find a tall ladder. It almost goes up to the ceiling. It has wheels so you can push it around. Surprisingly, you find nothing else in the closet. That must be why it's not a supplies closet. <laughs> it's just a single supply closet. <laughs> um, a ladder is good. Ladder is good. Uh, I'm going to take the ladder and I'm going to put it in the middle of the seating area underneath the tile that would be four down from the blue marking in the corner and then one to the right, so it's D2. And I'm going to clamber up the ladder on my skates, which is very, very dangerous. <laughs> one thing and at a time. One thing at a time. So you push the ladder uh, over oh. it underneath that uh, tile and you have to, of course, move the... Uh, tables and chairs out of the way and as you do you come across a, a single skate oh. blade uh you pick it up uh being oh. sure to avoid its sharp hooked tip oh that was silly does this one fit me by any chance it is just a blade well, it's not a full skate oh. it's just the blade. sorry just the blade i don't know skating <laughs> stuff blade shoe same thing yeah no shoe okay part. sorry we have a blade and you said it was kind of like hooky mm-hmm who i wonder if we're gonna okay. have to zip line with it what? Okay, so now that we're up on the on the top, I climb the ladder. Okay. Can yeah. I push? Can I push the ceiling tile? Uh, yeah, you uh, push up on that uh, tile you mentioned before, and it gives. You shove it up a little to see an air duct with rungs built into the walls. Ooh. Okay. Can I climb into the air duct? Sure. Uh, even in those skates, uh, you climb up the short ladder uh, to find another tile blocking your way. Uh, you push it up, and you find yourself on the roof. It's uh, pretty nice up here. You have a clear view into town. Unfortunately, you're too high up to be able to get off the roof safely. You call out and wave your arms, but no one is around to see or hear you. Sigh. Uh, the roof itself Ugh. is pretty barren. The only thing you see on the roof itself are the backs of the letters that make up the name of the rink. Each is made of metal, and they stick up partially over the edge of the roof. So think like letters in the Hollywood sign, but on a much smaller yeah. scale. The closest building is the local church across the street, and it has a large sign in its front yard, uh, which you can look at, if you like, at document A. Okay. Now, I will say, before I look at document A... That you're pretty high? I'm pretty high up, and I can see the tops of a bunch of eyes protruding from spirit of skating. So now that I'm high up, and I, if I want to use my eyes... I could use the letters that are eyes, that are somehow. It's true. Maybe they're full of cables and wire. I don't know, but let's have a look at what we need to look at. Which number was Church it, sorry? Church sign A. A. Ooh. This is very churchy. Good on you for being able to read this from here. I've got good eyes. I'm using my eyes. Uh, do, shall, shall I read what it says? You're the one <clears throat> who can see it. Sloth reeks of sin. Be active. Honesty is the key to your relationships. Use devout words at all times. Reach the heights of heaven. Saints, listen to their consciences. All of our prayers will be answered. Bless even the most evil among us. How's that? Or should right. it be, sloth reeks of sin. Be active. <laughs> Honesty is the key to your relationships. Use devout words at all times. Reach the heights of heaven. Saints, listen to their consciences. All of our prayers will be answered. Bless even the most evil among us. Is that better? Beautiful. Wonderful. That was beautiful. I have, I have something, but it's not finished yet. Interesting. So let me know if you spot anything. Well, we're looking. Is this where we need to use our eyes, or oh. is this like sure sab? 
the first letter of each line is Shawsap. <laughs> oh, there. And there's clearly a puzzle. Like it's it's written in such. You know how sometimes there are sentences that are written in a way exactly. where you're like, oh, that's a puzzle. Yes. So that was a hundred percent what I did with the first one in particular because Slo- are, are, the, are, these, about those are these just cryptic crossword clues? Sloth reeks of sin. Be active. <laughs> so it means be active, but sloth reeks of sin is a way of constructing it. That wasn't what I was noticing. Because they feel like cryptic crossword clues. But uh, you're right. right it did, super does. What did you notice? Um, Srosper, the first letter of each line, no. the first letter of each word in the first line, Srosper. No, not that. It was that those words feel very deliberately chosen in another sort of way, especially the first couple of words of that Sloth one. reeks of sin. Yeah. Sloth reeks? Yeah. Reeks is a strange choice there. So that was what I was looking at. What have you done? Smells? Put the words together. Slothrixivson. Okay, not well, don't do make them mean? shorter. Slothrixivson. Slothrix. 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 What are you telling me to do here, Daddy? What is what is Slothrix? What are you talking about? Not all of that is important. Othri. Closer. Other. It's colder. Three. Yes. Oh, there's a three in the middle of it. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. And then I had a lot of trouble with the next one. I still haven't done anything. But on the last one. Bless even the most evil among us. Yeah. Bless even. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So do you think there's letters hidden in each of these? Numbers, yeah. And this yeah. might be a number code that we need to unlock something somewhere? Maybe. Like that's where I'm at so far. Or maybe there's like a double clue and like we Absolutely. The third letter there might be something else going on, okay, but so those I took notice of. Okay. So sloth reeks of sin be active. We found three in there. In, hidden between sloth and reeks, we found the letter, the, the, we found the word oh, three. Honesty has one Honesty in it. does have one. So let's go three, one. The next line is, use devout words at all time. Can we see a... Two, 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 two. Devout words. Devout words has two in it. Three, one, two. Oh, good pick, Danny. Eight, eight heights. Use the eights of heaven. So now we have saints listen to their consciences. I think I... Got that. Ten. List yeah. ten. Uh, and then we have all of our prayers will be answered. All of What are the other numbers? Four. four. All, oh, four. All of four prayers. Yeah. All of four prayers will be answered. And then and seven. Bless seven, the most evil among us. Yes. So we have three, one, two, eight, ten, four, seven. <laughs> now, what do we do with three, one, two, eight, ten, four, seven? That is a good question. First, my first thought, just in case, what is the each, like, is there any way that that's like that letter from that line? I don't oh. think this would be true, but like, like the third letter would be like, so it's O, H, S. This doesn't feel like it's no. anything. And then the eighth letter, O, C. That would be brutally hard to make both of those things work at yes, once. Yes, that would have been a, 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 a amazing. That would be terrifying to try to create and make work. Would you like to see if there's anything interesting about the eyes on the building? Yes. Can I go? You said that the, the tops of the letters of Spirit of Skating were sticking up from the front of the building. If I look at the letters, especially, I'll look at all of them, but specifically the eye in, well, the two eyes in Spirit and the eye in Skating, is there anything interesting I can see? So most of them look kind of boring to you, but when you get to um, the eyes, uh, which eye do you want to look at first? The first eye of Spirit. Uh, when you get up close to that, you notice that the dot in the eye is actually a piece of glass. And you can kind of look through it as if it were a lens. And when you do, it makes it appear that there is a dash between the fifth and sixth lines of the church sign. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Uh, one, two, three, five. So between the ten and the four. That's interesting. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Can you look through any others? Like, I've got to look through yeah, the next see eye. It. You the see second if the other eye eyes are the same. Does that also have a glass okay. glimpse? Yes, it does. And when you look through that, it makes it look like there's an X between the fourth and fifth lines of the sign. Oh, so we're doing maths. Yeah, that's what I wonder. And the final eye of skating? That makes it look like there's an X between the second and third lines of the sign. So does this mean that the, that the sign, because that's all the eyes, does this mean the sign now reads 31 times 28 times 10 minus 47? Is that what you're interpreting That's now? That's what it looks like to me. Uh, do you want to do that with a calculator? Because, or do you, you're a maths tutor. Do you want to just do it in your head? Yeah. Let's see who's faster. I mean, sure. I have I'm to find just not my calculator. sure if that's 
What we're doing. I mean, it is 8,633, I believe. Yep. I mean, 8633, that is a four-digit number code, which would either let us out of the main door or possibly <laughs> into one of the lockers. Mm. We could try and use it to see if it lets us out. I, without leaving the roof, because I'm lazy, can I shout down to Danny, Hey, Danny, try 8633 on the door code. On the main door? On the main door code. All right, I'll give it a go. Yeah, so you go over to the main door and you try putting in 8633, but it doesn't work. And as you do that, you realize that you yeah. need a six-digit code for the door. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. How about, can, can I try plugging that into just a random locker, into locker number 52? So you do that and nothing happens. Yeah, cool. Hmm. And you, you don't want to try, like, trying every single locker. That would just take four. Exactly. No, we're not doing 200. You're too tired for that. Well, 190. You, you do have something in your inventory, by the way, that you haven't really made use of yet. Yeah, we have this skate hook. It's like <laughs> hooky and skatey. I have no idea. Is there anything we needed to pry? Oh, the, um, can we use it to pry open the mail slot? Yeah, so Is you that- try to oh. use that to pry open the mail slot, and it opens. And when you oh. look through the slot, you can see someone dropped a note outside. It says, my locker, number 59, hint for combination, church sign. So cool. Yeah, we didn't need your hint. What did I try? You tried 52, I ah! think. We go, imagine if you just said 59. That would have had to change what the notes we, said. We would have changed it on the fly. <laughs> Oh, um, brutal. Well, let's go to locker 59 and put in 8633. Yeah, let's try that. So you put in 8633 and the locker opens. And inside you find a swipe <laughs> card labeled rink entry. Oh, we didn't even try <laughs> oh, and enter no. the rink, but I guess we couldn't have. Uh, I use it to enter the rink, which we, uh, which we all knew was previously locked. So the rink has two heavy double doors and you open them up. So... With your swipe card. So looking around, you see bleachers surrounding the ice. At the top of the bleachers, you see signs labeling the sections. All you can see from the bottom where you are standing are the big letters A, B, C, and D labeling each section of the skating area. The ice is surrounded by an opaque glass wall. There's an opening you can go through if you want to skate. Uh, well, Danny, yeah. I've got the skates. So Do you want to go into be the sad bleachers in the stands? And, and have a look, closer look at those A, B, C, D? And I'm going to go out into the ice and I'm going to jump into the air and spin. Then I'm going to skate right. Then I'm going to leap. Then I'm going to land. I'm going to crouch down and spin with one leg out. Then I'm going to skate to the left. Then I'm going to stop. Then I'm going to skate to the left. Then I'm going to jump and do a quadruple spin. And then I'm going to stand with my arms. And the secret door in the middle of the ice will open that's, up. That's the plan. All right. <laughs> so you do that and you feel very accomplished. I'll say. Yeah, that was I told amazing. You I was good at skating. And tired. Now I could go all day. I do it again. Uh, Danny, so, is there anything? Yeah, I'm going to go look <laughs> Wait, at those. So, oh, while on, you are doing, oh, please. so while you were doing that routine, you noticed that there was a Zamboni parked at the left side of the ice. Ooh, a Zamboni. That's scary. I don't know how to drive a Zamboni. Well, you don't need to. I don't even know how to draw a Zamboni. It looks like I'm a Zamboni. I'm just drawing a snowplow. Yeah, it's like a Zamboni, though. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go and check that out in a second. But, Danny, do you want to go into the stands and have a look to see if because you said before, from where we are, we can only see A, B, C, D. If we get up to the top of the stands, can we see anything different about how they're labelled? Which one? A. Ooh. So underneath the large letter A, someone has written 1, colon, X. Okay. Look at my Zamboni. What, you, what is that? That's a, you've drawn a, 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 like a caterpillar scooping truck. Yes. That's what you've drawn. Uh, and what's under B? Someone has written two colon R. And continuing on for C and D. So for C, someone has written three colon six, and underneath the large letter D, someone has written something different. And you <gasps> have document C to show you that. Oh no! What's written under D? This will be linked in the show notes below for everybody at home. Bedhead uh, St. And recycling center. If you think literally, you'll know what to do. Five seven one three one. Oh, what? Okay, yeah. So it's got three words all in capitals, or three kind Ooh. of sections all in capitals. So it's bedhead, then S T and like S T, uh, and then an ampersand, and then it finishes with recycling center again, all in caps. And if you think literally, you'll know what to do. Five seven one three one. 
I think this is your cryptic crossword. Oh, you think this is a cryptic crossword? It's got the word head in it, Billy. So bed head is B? That's what I want. And B is two apostrophe colon R. Uh, <laughs> it's like bed head is B. Stand. So yep. stand B. B stand. And then you Maybe. recycle center. Yeah. Does that rearrange to make anything? And Trek. Uh, and Trek. And Trek. Or the center of the word recycling. That makes more oh, sense. Oh, recycling center. Which is, what's that, C? Uh, yeah. So. What? That says B stand C. B stand C. I don't know if that means anything. B stand C. What do you think the 57131 is? Yeah, right. What it would look like in a cryptic clue. I mean, is it that it's a, the solution is a five letter word and then a seven letter word, then a one letter word, then three letter word, then one letter word? Mm -hmm. Yep. Interesting. Okay. B stand C. B stand C is five, seven, one, three, one. We can do this. I don't know what to do with that. What are you trying to do, Danny? Make words that make sense. But with what, what are you using to try and figure out those words? What do you think the five letter word might be? Stand is what is all Mm -hmm. so far. And how about, how about the two one letter words? Indeed. Oh, B and C. And how about uh, the three-letter so word? So stand something B and C? Stand something Between? B and C. Is that a seven-letter word? Between is, yeah. Cool. So can I go and stand in the middle of the ice directly <laughs> between? Because the word stand is between B and oh, C and stand, stand B between C. Is, you're right. So it's B stand C. So it is stand. It's a re- it was a like rebus as well. and a rebus, it's a in rebus. So the stand is between Woo. B and C. Oh, my God. A cryptic rebus. I love it. So I'm going to stand in the middle of the ice between, directly between B and C. You are standing right in between B and C and you see nothing interesting. I bring the, I, I, maybe, I should, maybe I can bring the Zamboni over here. That's, yeah, that's fair. So can I, grab Sh- the, can I have are, a look at the Zamboni? Do? Wipe down the ice between the B Zambone, and C. The Zambone, Danny. Yeah, so you hop into the cab of the Zamboni and on the console, you see a small pinhole labeled activate. Underneath it are two dials labeled A to Z and one labeled zero to nine. Oh, no. A pin, do I need something to, like, can I activate it or do I need something pinish to pin into that? You need something to, like, stick in it. Have hmm. we found anything to activate that's it. stickable? Goodness, I haven't noticed. Do we have a pin somewhere? I, I have so noticed. many pictures on my page. Yeah, I'm assuming the dials have to do with, like, a location to make it go somewhere. I don't know. Really? From... A lot. What was it again? It was the A letter. to Z, zero to nine. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I have to spell so, something so out. Two letters and one number. Oh, there's two. Did di- there's two dials that go from A to Z? Yes. Okay, so there's an A to Z dial, an A to Z dial, and a zero to nine dial. Okay. Okay. Oh, so I put it to X, R, and six. You put it to X, R, six, but you still need that activate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where do we find a pin, Danny? Sorry, why X, R, 6? Uh, because A stand had one goes to X, one colon X, two colon R, three colon 6. Oh, yeah, fair. So I just did those. One was X, two was R, three is 6. Where would we find a little pin or poking device? Can you make a little pin by shaving ice with your blades? No. You're not that talented, <laughs> sadly. Pin? Oh, um, poster. The poster had four pins on it. Uh... Can we steal a pin from the poster? You steal a pin from the poster. Well, Danny does. Uh, throw it down here. Yeah, throw great idea. I throw it straight to him. I pull it out of my hand and, and I use it to turn on the Zamboni. So you put that into the activate and the Zamboni comes to life and zooms out of its parking space. You hang on for dear life and you, and Danny just waves at you as you go along on the <laughs> Enjoy. Um, ice. <laughs> It's very scary. But eventually, the Zamboni returns. Getting off the Zamboni, you see lines have appeared on the ice. Danny, Danny, now that the lines have appeared on the ice, right. stand in the bleachers yeah. between B and C so all you right. have a good view of the ice. Yeah, all right. I go way up there as high as I can between them and take a look. So when you look at the lines of the Zamboni, Drew, and you squint your eyes and you realize that they are numbers. They are 6, 5, 7, 8, 2, 5. Do you know how many digits that is, Danny? That's uh, a six-digit Let's number. do it. Let's get out of like here. Let's, let's try. Let's go to the main door. And I put in six, five, seven, eight, two, five. W- wobble faster. <laughs> so you put that code in and the light turns green. 
You yes. push open the door, and it opens easily. You rush home and resolve to check the rink's website before you come again. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, we did it! Uh, free, right. free skating for life? Free skating for free life. Free skating for life. We, we know the code now. We've got free skating, free skating for life. For life.